By the time the world of movies and the world of education get into the streets of black America, some strange things happen. Because what history and the movies have told the black man is that he's nobody unless he joins the white world. That is not true. Do not believe that. That is dead wrong. They don't discriminate against me because I'm a Christian. They're discriminating against me because I'm black. I grudge them, grudge them on, you know. I threw in my fight for black liberation. And they're my one true warrior. They're my one to try to stop him. But them can't stop the man. Them can't stop Raheem Chabaz. That's why anytime me want to listen to revolutionary liberation vibes, me tune into Necessary Blackness podcast. Me not hear them like a Yaga Yaga podcast them. I be your Necessary Blackness me rock with. Anytime me want your true warrior talking. Lord God. Check out MCJ, musicculturejournalism.com. Hip-hop is a global movement reaching all aspects of music, culture, and journalism. MCJ is the premier destination for culture-driven video and editorial content around the country. Check out musicculturejournalism.com. Log on today. Elementary Genocide provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. Visit our website at www.elementarygenocide.com. Now available, Elementary Genocide, the School to Prison Pipeline. Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration. And the newest release, Elementary Genocide 3, Academic Holocaust. Log on today to purchase your very own three-set docu-series. Wingy Apparel is the latest fly and revolutionary streetwear to hit the market. Wingy is the outfitters of freedom fighters everywhere. Wingy is a Swahili word that means abundance. No one has ever gone broke by giving. So if you have it in abundance, sharing is better than receiving. Follow us on Instagram at Wingy Apparel. That's at W-I-N-G-I-A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Peace and Black Power family, this is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. And last week, we had a special guest. This week, we have a special guest. The only difference is, this week, our special guest is right here, live, in the studio. And we're going to talk about commerce. Our special guest is Knowledge, and he's here with us today. And just to set it up for the brother before he come on, y'all know, and y'all heard me say this before, that anytime there is a recession, more millionaires and billionaires are made anytime in history. What you have to do during this pandemic, you have to tap in to your passion and you have to become an entrepreneur because your job might not come back. There's a new model of doing business, and you have to adjust to that. If you already have a business, you have to adjust to the way things are going. We don't know how long this is going to last. Maybe for the next six months, they may have a shelter in place in certain areas, a certain business. You may only allow six to ten people in your store at a time. You have to... Be innovative where you could do curbside pickups, 
I don't know, offer discounts online, but the money don't stop. So today we're going to talk about commerce. Brother Knowledge, how are you, my brother? I'm doing good. I uh, feel good. Vibration good. How y'all, how everybody doing out there in radio land? See, one of the key things he said is vibration is good. When you're dealing with money, you're dealing with currency. A current has a vibration. And if your vibrational pitch and your frequency is off, your money going to be off. So that's the number one thing, man. Get your vibrations right. All right. So what I want to ask you is, in this time, how do you think it's best for people to adjust and become entrepreneurs if they're not already entrepreneurs and be able to upscale their business? Um, you mean like for us, like people um, just getting ready to start a business or if they're already in business, how, how should they? If they're already in business. If, you, if you're already in business, you have to take, you know what I'm saying, the good with the bad and you have to make it better. And um, um, I can give you a lot of examples of that, you know what I'm saying, especially with dealing with commerce. You know, one thing that I do is um, I always search out the market. In any business you're in, you definitely want to search out the market. If you're already in business, I mean, you know your market or you should know your market. So if you know your market and your uh, your demographics of who you um marketing to, you definitely want to you definitely want to turn it. So if you are already a certain percentage of an ethnic group, then you definitely want to turn it to a different um, ethnic group that is definitely going to give you the results that you're looking for as far as like a return on your business, especially if you're doing investing or investments. But uh, one thing I did learn, I have learned in commerce is when you, when you're in business and you have to stick to it, a, 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 a better yet, we in business right now, it's, it's a pan epidemic. So a lot of people are moving to the entrepreneur side of the pan epidemic. People are selling masks. People are selling masks with filters. Just because one thing uh, stops, that doesn't mean everything still stops. People are selling um, um, herbals. You know what I'm saying? They get more. People get more um, educated in herbology, plantology, because they learning how to, you know, build up their immune system and things of that nature. Especially when you're doing it in a pan epidemic. So if you're already in one business and you want to move on. To a different business, or better yet, if your business is slow, then you definitely want to um you want to step your business up and 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 gear towards the things that is needed now. You know, one thing I learned uh, was real powerful is that word now. You can't worry about uh, yesterday because it's gone. You can't worry about the future, but so you have to deal in the now. When you deal in the now, then your vibration would always be good. That's right, brother. Because the here and now is what's most important to anybody because we can look back in the past and let that be a lesson but we have to adapt to what's going on now and for those that don't adapt you'll find yourself going out of business very quickly quick and we see that with a lot of retail outlets i just heard that sears filed for bankruptcy and sears been in business longer than i've been on this planet earth that's true and um, they're now going out of business. So I don't know the uh, intricate workings of that corporation. But if I had to take an educated guess, I bet you their online sales is not probably even 25% of their gross. And you have to have an online presence. Yeah, online presence is um, very, very uh, strategic because... Um we're losing. We're losing the 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 
the, what they call it on um, walk buys or how many walk ins you have, stuff like that. People now shop online. I mean, it's so easy. And then you got Amazon Prime that give it to you the next day. So it's like, why why would I waste my time, you know, running to the mall? You know, uh, you can buy online. So, you know, having an online presence is, is very good for your business. You know, you know what I noticed? There is individuals that are selling pies, are selling Caribbean cuisine mm-hmm. and all type of food. Mm-hmm. And they're in other states, and they mm-hmm. have it mailed to you overnight. Yeah, that's called uh, getting into the business, and also um, spreading your business. That that has to deal with marketing. Definitely, your online presence is key. Your social media presence is key. Reaching out to the people, because now we have a lot of things at our fingertips. You can reach people in all overseas and stuff like that. Actually, sell to them, and you know, further your brand. It's all about furthering your brand. Branding is everything. And I know early on starting a business before the advent of social media, one of the things a lot of people used to ask you if you wanted to start a business, all right, who's your core customer? What's their demographics? How many customers do you have in a 25 to 50 block radius? Now, with the internet, the entire world is your customer. People in Japan, people in the UK, any country that has an internet connection is your customer. Is your customer and is a potential customer at that. So now I know you deal with commerce. I wanted to talk about the uniform commercial code. UCC. The UCC is um Admiralty Maritime Law, also called Equity Law. It is the law that uh, runs the world. There is no such thing as law of the land. There is law of the water. It's also called law of the sea. You can trace um, the law of the water, law of the sea, back to the Phoenicians, the great Phoenicians, the great traders of that particular time and that realm. And when you're dealing with um, the UCC, this is the law that governs um, internationally. This is how China trade with India, India trade with um, with Pakistan, or, or United States deal with Russia. There are certain laws in the states but after that, there are laws that are that are governed on a higher scale, you know, and uh, when you get into the Uniform Commercial Code, it is the law of the land, you know, and I learned that as, as I'm dealing with court, you know what I'm saying? You can Google uh, U.S. Federal Court in Florida. When you Google U.S. Federal Court in Florida, you, you look at the top of that building, it's shaped like a boat. And see, that's the thing that gets me is um, they put the stuff blatantly in our face and let you know that this is laws of the sea. So when you come into this particular courthouse, they're letting you know that uh, this is laws of the sea. And when you and when you're dealing with the UCC, you definitely want to deal with uh, maxims of laws. You know, one maximum law I learned is um, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Mm. And um, another maximum law I learned is um, he who doesn't assert his rights has none. And me coming into the knowledge and consciousness, my first move, I came in transition actually from the UCC commerce. We have to tap into that energy of the Phoenicians and we have to start dealing with uh, the universal commercial code. Now, you say that is the law of the land. Yeah, that is the law of the land. And and what's so crazy is when, when, when you start a business, you have to know about Local zoning laws. Yeah, all, everything is law. State taxes code, and code, code is law. But we're never taught about the maritime law. That is, is I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Maritime law. We, we deal with maritime law every day. You know what I'm saying? You go to court, the judge sits on a bench. Bench in Latin means bank. 
You know what I'm saying? Who the judge working for? You have the uh, hearing officers. And, and people don't know this. Most judges are nothing but hearing officers. The judge is a referee. She want to hear she want she you she want to hear two opposing sides and she make and she make a decision. So she's a referee in a case matter. So every day we deal with uh, maritime law. You know what I'm saying? You got the code enforcer. He got enforced codes. What they doing? Enforcing codes. That's what it is. And you get into like I'm in Georgia. So you get into the um, OCGA. It's an OCGA, which stands for uh, Official Code of Georgia Annotated. Mm -hmm. And in Official Code Georgia Annotated, um, it says that um, on the date that the person is arrested, the prosecution put a lien on his property. So I asked a question to a, a public official. I said, so if you guys arrest a bum, how do you how do you enforce this particular code right here and you put a lien on somebody um property if the bum doesn't have any physical property? Mm -hmm. You know, he's homeless. So um they didn't have no answer for me, but I already knew the answer. So when I looked into the Black's Law Dictionary, fourth edition, when you put a, a property in a Black's Law Dictionary means freedom. So when you put a lien on somebody's property, you put a lien on a freedom. And that's why it says in that in that particular code, official code of Georgia annotated, that when you when someone is arrested, they put a lien on a property. I mean, they put a lien on you as a person. That's dealing with maritime law. You know what I'm saying? And and this this is just this is just the, this is the law of the land. This is the game. You know what I'm saying? You born, you got a birth certificate. It's just like a ship. You got a birth manifest. Your um your mother's water broke. You know what I'm saying? You you are considered a vessel up under maritime law. You these are things you can Google. It's a typical figure um, of, of, of the sea. So you a vessel and you dock. So the doctor pulled you out your mother. You know what I'm saying? The doctor pulled you out your mother. Your water broke. You a vessel and you get a birth certificate, which is a birth manifest. The same thing they give a ship. And you and you have a dock number. You know what I'm saying? And that's your social security number. People can say conspiracy theories or not, but check it out. You can only have 10 birth certificates in a lifetime. And your, and your social security number is voluntarily. See, one thing about me, I don't sugarcoat it. This is maritime law. This is equity law. This is admiralty law. And it's everywhere. You can just Google it. Now, you said about how the bum yeah. who didn't have no property. That's right. That when they put a lien on his property, right. in essence, what they was doing was taking away his freedom. Yes, it, so yes, if it you is. don't know the Uniform Commercial Code or the maritime law, not only will you suffer financially and lose your financial freedom but you'll also lose your physical freedom so what the brother is telling us is very deep and i'm gonna go a little step further right because mm -hmm. this all coincide mm -hmm. i'm gonna read you a statement and i want you to tell me what you think now this statement says the united states is a bankrupt corporation the flag is a commerce flag not a national flag and all the u.s presidents or war criminal. That's Break true. Break that down. Check check it out. Nah, he uh he I like what he's doing. He's trying to catch me off guard. No, I'm but not. I'm, I'm trying I'm very, to build with you, I'm brother. Very, but I'm, I'm very well. I'm very well read. So uh, read the first part. All right. The United States is a bankrupt corporation. That's true. The last bankrupts I believe might have been in 1999. You look on your Social Security card. That's when the USA is in gold. Um, they have three. Uh, I think they had two other bankruptcies before that. But yes, the uh, United States is a bankrupt corporation. You got to think about it. HJR 192 73-10 public law. That's when they took the gold and silver away from the American people. Now check this out. Once they took the gold and silver away from the American people, they gave you the dollar bill. The dollar bill is under the Federal Reserve note. 
And uh, under the Federal Reserve, now if you read the Federal Reserve Act, the dollar bill is only for the Federal Reserve and its agents. So, um, so yes, um, United States is a bankrupt um, uh, corporation. The business of the United States is people. That's why we have bonds. And um, we and, the people. Yeah, we the people. It's in the business. It's in the business of people. That's why we have things that are attached to us. Everything is a contract. This is contract law. And you can you know Google it. Google contract law. They're gonna give you something else. Google minimum contact. Google um um those these are law words. Google necessary. That's a law word. These words are very important. But yeah, black is a law word. It is. Black's a law word. You know what I'm saying? And these these are important. And yes, United States is a bankrupt company, um, corporation. What's the second one? The flag is a commerce flag. It is a not a national flag. No, it's not commerce flag. Law of the sea, man. Google that. Google all right. That. And the, the last one. And all the U.S. presidents are war criminals. They are war criminals. I'm gonna give you one of the one of the uh, definitions for money is war script. War script. War script. Okay. W a r s um, s e r i p t. And in war script, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it real quick and just read it because in war script, it's pretty much saying that United States is at war with its people. I said um uh, one of the um war script. W a r s c r i p t. And that's um the dollar bill. That's what the dollar bill is. It's, it's considered war script because um I was reading that United States is at war with the people. That's why they give you on uh, synthetic medication. They don't give you no real food or anything like that. A, a entity and this corporation is at war with the people. They give you nothing to help you out. You know what I'm saying? And it's just known and it's proven. The Rockefeller owns the the food industry. They have a um they have a um a trust set up that aids in this and stuff like that. So you have to think about that. Uh, 1910, the Rockefeller Institute hires Abram Flexner to write a report to shut down all U.S. medical schools. The idea was to restaff the schools with a Rockefeller staff and get rid of all natural remedies. There it is right there. There it is right there, family. So when you find out that 10 doctors in one year that practiced natural medicine either mysteriously went and disappeared off the face of the planet, committed suicide, or there was suspicious murder behind their death, then you know why that happened. Because they don't want you to have natural remedies as medicine. They want you to go to the hospital. They want you to go see the doctor. Because once again... It's all about commerce, and that's what we're talking about right here on Necessary Blackness Podcast. And my host today is our brother, Knowledge. We're getting ready to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. Stay tuned. Peace. Peace. Tune in for the drop. I am Dr. Kira Taylor. And when I'm tired of listening to fake news, I will listen to some real news and I will check into the Necessary Blackness podcast with my friend Raheem Shabazz. Raheem Shabazz is one of my guys from way back and you're now listening to his show, Necessary Blackness Podcast. Stay tuned. This is a cool up cultivated roots media and I choose to tune into Necessary Blackness because staying connected to my blackness is very necessary. This is Shirley. When I'm not in the gym, I'm checking my son out on his podcast. Make sure you check out Raheem Shabazz. Yeah, this is Professor Ed Garns. When I am not spreading liberation theology throughout my classrooms as an African-centered therapist, I am chilling with my homie Raheem Shabazz on a Necessary Blackness podcast.
It's essential. Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. You'll hear it here first. <laughs> now our feature presentation. Peace and power, black family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we just got off our quick commercial break. And for those that are just joining me, I am sitting here with the Brother Knowledge, and we are talking about commerce. And in the beginning of this podcast, the brother mentioned vibrations and how your vibration has to be right before you can even think about dealing with commerce. So what we're going to talk about on this second segment of this podcast is about vibrations, meditations, and improving oneself. Exactly. So what is the steps? Uh, well, let's start with you. We're going to use you as a case study. Okay, come on, case study. Knowledge in the building. How did you start your journey? Okay, I started my journey. As I started my journey in Christianity, I I, I give um, reverence to that because it kind of settled me down and got me to start reading. And uh, once I started reading, one of my favorite books was dealing with uh, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Psalms of Solomon, the porch and rich part of the uh, of the Bible, which is uh, up under Christianity, that school of thought. But as I continued to ask my pastor and bishops questions, they could not answer my questions. So I started my self journey. And once I started my self journey, I learned something um, in Christianity, which was do for self. Do for self is also in Christianity, but it's under it's under Second uh, Timothy. It's saying, it says uh, study to show thyself approved. And then as I as I converted, I was I would say I wouldn't say converted. As I started getting more to enlighten, I, I started looking at Islam because in my neighborhood it was always Christianity, Islam, and Jehovah Witnesses. So I started looking at Islam. Now I, I I went I went and started studying Islam, and Islam said you will always be a student of yourself, do for self, know thyself. So and 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 then after I got through studying um Islam. In doing for self and knowing thyself, I started taking an unbiased approach into other religion as far as esoteric science and dealing with esoteric knowledge because every esoteric just means spiritual. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as my journey began, I was already dealing with esoteric science and esoteric knowledge and Christianity, Islam, and then you get to, into Judaism and Buddhism. It's dealing with oneself. So in every esoteric order, you dealing with self. And then I ran across a book uh, called The Master Key by Charles and Hale. That's learning how to master yourself. Still, we deal, we still dealing with self. Even on this commercial board, as we talked about earlier in commerce, we still dealing with self. That it rounds everything out because everything always come back to dealing with self, having the knowledge of yourself, knowing thyself. So once you began to know thyself, you went from the Bible to the cosmos. That's right. When did vibrations and meditations become a part of that order? And let's talk about meditations and vibrations All right, for cool, a minute. Cool. Now, and um, and being a student of yourself and knowing thyself and doing for self, a lot of people um say you have to be aligned. So in order to be aligned, to do for self, to know thyself, and uh, and also being a student of yourself, you have to have the right vibration and right frequency. Mm. Uh, the number one thing for um dealing with the right vibration and right frequency is separation, because in the art of you knowing thyself. And getting and getting a overstanding. I say um, overstand because um, understand is a law word. It means to stand under somebody else's law. So I never really say understand. In order for you to get to overstand yourself, 
you must begin to meditate. Meditation is dealing with um, things that, that, are, that are attached to you as far as the creative will attach things to you for spiritual affirmations and things of that nature. And then I start having an ear to hear. Um, and, and definitely when you start um, being a student of yourself, you begin to hear things. It's not you going crazy or anything like that, but these things are to help you and to build you. And then you start to develop more character. But vibration is a very part of it and having the energy. And what I mean by vibration, it means you get you getting alone to yourself and you getting rid of all of the negative things. Um, that surrounds you. You know what I'm saying? Because negativity cannot produce a positive vibrational frequency. So by you getting rid of uh, negative things that are around you, you begin to grow in character. And once you begin to grow in character, then you start to develop other attributes to yourself that makes you the person that, that the creator wants you to be. The brother broke it down eloquently. And one thing I love about having the knowledge itself is that you study life. You That's study true. all science of life. That's true. And one of those studies of life is meditation. That's right, meditation. And before you can even begin to meditate, to go within yourself, one of the things that I learned was breath control. That's right. Breathe, breathing is a form of meditation. Um, breathing, um, holding your breath. Holding it for 60 seconds. And when you hold in your breath for 60 seconds, you are channeling the things in your thoughts. And once you're channeling the things in your thoughts, you, you begin to manifest those things. But that's just not the only part of it. The breathing technique does work. Settle, settling the body, let, letting, letting, letting yourself let everything go, all the, all the stress, all the worries and all of that the, from the top of your crown to the head of your toe. And you want to put yourself in a very, not a sleep position, but in a comfortable position where you begin to manifest the things that um, that you have on your mind. That, that Nevada you have, state. That's right. That you have on your mind and in your heart. And another thing about um, meditation is you got to keep those things that you're trying to manifest on your mind. On your heart every day. You know, I used to have a thing where I wake up in the morning. I say, um, I say 10 positive things in the morning, 10 positive things in the noonday, and 10 positive things at nighttime. Mm. And um, I used to say those things over and over again because everything is repetitious, even when you're learning and even when you're trying to deal with manifestation. Now, one of the things you said, you talked about breathing, meditation, and also another important factor is abstaining from things. That's right. So fasting is one of the another key components that one must undertake and one must do to know thyself and and to get in tune with self because you have to master your body. You you do. And you have to rid yourself of anything that is harmful and fasting. It, it, It does work. Uh, one thing discipline, I, I, it does a lot discipline. of that. Yeah, one thing I did uh, learn uh, coming out the uh, Christian doctrine was timorous, which means self-control. When I got ready to go into Islam, it talked about self-control as well. When you get into um to uh, to the other um esoteric and spiritual systems, they talk about self-control. When you're dealing with self, it's self-control. So you have to have temperance in order to move for to move forward. Fasting does help out because you have to uh, get rid of the things in your body. You, you know, of course, you know we're on a commercial we're on a commercial board. 
and um and the shareholders of the co- uh, the corporation of the United States of America feed you junk, and that's just point blank. You know, in the in the, in the early part of the thing, we read how the Rockefeller as um is is got rid of all of our natural remedies as far as um healing because that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? So they they have their they have their um foods in place. So fasting, get 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 rid of the the things that's in your body. Don't forget all diseases start in your large intestines, and also drinking a lot of water. That's what helped me out too when I began on my vibratory frequency. I drank a lot of water, a lot of water, because I was cleansing and I was thirsty. I was thirsty for knowledge, and I was like DMX. I was home, and once I was hungry, I was thirsty for knowledge. I began to cleanse my body, and things that I actually thought began to happen very fast. It all goes back to currency. Water is what. Man, laws a of the current, water, laws of the sea. Current is what? Currency. Movement. Currency. So flow. not only do you flush your body with water, but you gotta become that water. Like That's how true. Bruce Lee said, yeah, you, you gotta, gotta become be the water. Flowing, with the coming, water. be one with the water. Be one with the water. So, ladies and gentlemen, man, that's gonna be it for us, man, right here on Necessary Blackness Podcast. But before we leave, man, you know we always save the best for last, man. We got another brother up in the building, man. He's just been chilling on the sideline, but he's here with us. Come on, brother, man. Come over here, man, and say something, man, to the people, man. Whether we acknowledge his presence or not, the community definitely know who he is because he's oh, a community yeah. activist. He does a lot in the community with at-risk youth. He has boots on the ground. Brother is very well-read. He's here with us right here on Necessary Blackness Podcast. So introduce yourself, my brother, Kowaldo, man, and uh, let everybody know, man, what's going on out here in these Corona streets, man. <laughs> he said, Corona, how y'all doing out there? Yeah. Like the brother said, my name is Ken Wado. You know, I'm an activist down here. You know, I've been involved. I'm always involved in the community, no matter no whether it's feeding the homeless or, you know, taking care of you, you know, you know, preaching to kids or whatever. You know, um, I walk with the... um. I, been walking for a few years with a few mothers that lost their son, sons okay, to um, okay, yeah. police br- brutality. I know them personally, and I'm just a brother that's um, down for the uplifting and empowerment of our people. You know, we got one of my peoples right here that, you know, we um, do a lot of work together. My brother, Knowledge, you know what I mean? And that's my brother. You my brother. You know, I look at, at us as, as family, you know what I'm saying? That's Absolutely. Period. And we was talking earlier, we was talking off camera, and... um. One of the things you said that is real profound, man, and I think that goes for me, you, the brother Knowledge, and pretty much everybody that I interact with outside of my family. Yeah. Is that we live a certain lifestyle. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Our lives is just has been like transformed. That's right. And it's individuals such as yourself and, and individuals like me that can really get to the ear of this young generation because a lot of things that they're going to going through, yeah. we've already been, been there, done that. And I like to, um, when I go out and I speak, I, I notice that the youth, they gravitate more towards someone that has been through what they're going through, whether it's being formerly incarcerated, yeah, whether it's being from the street, street. And I, I think a lot of times you get individuals that don't have no blood in the game. You know what I right. mean? Right, right. And they trying to mentor youth. 
Right. And they don't gravitate towards them. Do you see that in your travels? Um, man, look, I, I, I tell you, yeah, man, you know, I go out there in the street. I've been through the bluff, West End, Vine City, where, wherever the, at which you, where the so-called bad kids are yeah. at, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe you shouldn't try to have them kids coming. You go out there in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To talk to them, politics, you know, when you talk to me, I, I talk to them, I don't, at first, my approach don't be like, oh, God, this guy, that, because you lose him that way. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, with the religion. You know what I'm saying? I just talk to him like I mean, you politicking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hear him out and stuff, and then, you know, just build the bond with him because, for one thing, we just got to show them that we care. Sometimes it don't take um, our money, money. Just take time out to listen to these young brothers out here, man. Yeah. I don't like the pants hanging out. I ain't with all that, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to straight diss them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's right. You got to go to the people as the people. And I always knew from my younger years, and you can look at the youth today and you see it evident in them, is that young kids and young children really don't acknowledge you. Right. Or even, I, well, how can I put this? They... Hey man, they don't, they don't respect care us. who you are. They don't respect you, us, man. No, they don't care who you are and what you say at first until they know that you care. That's right, and yeah. And once they know that you care, it's almost like they let their guards down. Yeah. And yeah. they have an innate ability to detect those that are sincere in yeah. their approach yeah. and are sincere in what they say and what they do. And that's why I think is I, I, I'm very effective in reaching today's youth. Yeah. So, brother, if anybody want um to holler at you in order for you to come to speak to the youth and their organization or anything like that, how how may they get in contact with you? Hey, man, you can call me directly. My name is four seven zero. I mean, my number is four seven. My name is four seven zero. You was about to give us a hey, jail, yeah, jail man. number, man. <laughs> My number is 470-798-8527. And that's Ken Waddle Moore. You can call me anytime. Use text, whatever. Hey, yo, let me tell y'all something, man. Because y'all, some of y'all ain't woke enough to understand this. The man did not get, when I tell people give out your information, they giving out their social media. Uh, this man gave you his phone, phone number. number. Yeah, call me. Where he home at yeah. with his wife. Saying that you can call him and he gonna come speak to the kids. So when I tell you it's real up here, yeah. we just ain't got somebody that's up here for a check that work for a nonprofit organization that's right. paying them to talk and mentor at risk youth. This is someone that's doing it off of the muscle and doing it because you know he want to see the upliftment of black people. Man, right. he gave out his number. I'm gonna tell you, I ain't giving you my goddamn. Number. <laughs> I ain't Kawhi, though. Now, y'all got my number, man. The same number I give out on here, man, is my cell phone, 404-484-2706. But it's best if you text me or email me. Yeah. Don't be calling me, man, <laughs> just to be calling me, man. So, brother, man, I, yeah. I, I appreciate you. And yeah. we're going to come back, man, and we're going to do a full episode. I just want to acknowledge your presence That's right. because you're here with us, man. And so what I'm going to say, man, peace and love, black family, same place, same time next week. We out of here. Peace out.